0: Let's begin with a drum set. Listen for an explosive live sound. The snare should be crisp and the cymbals should ring. here with you never could forget you all the things that we've been through everything we went through hey none of it was simple but i'm right here with you some days i wish i was more like you your certainty your attitude keep doing what you're doing i ain't mad at you i'm just wishing that i had that too some days i wish i was more like you your certainty
2: Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is eight o'clock a.m. You are listening to and watching. Good morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's Veterans Day, and it's also Friday, so that's two reasons to celebrate. It's the weekend. You made it, and there's a parade taking place here downtown at ten fifteen or ten thirty a.m. I think it uh, kicks off. Uh, it'll be encompassing all of the city, and especially Downer Place where we will be in front of the GAR today with our dear friend, Eric Pry. Get to know the GAR, uh, the Grand Army of the Republic Museum here in the city of Aurora. We've got great guests today. I have Jocelyn Escalona and Jesse Pedraza of the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry. And shout out to Alyssa Edwards, who is also in the studio. How y'all doing today?
3: Very good, thank you. First off, I want to thank you for having us today.
2: No problem, no yeah. problem. That's I'm doing great. That's exactly. what we're here for. Yeah. Thank you. It's,
3: really it's Friday.
2: Right. So I'm super <laughs> excited. How was the week? Really good, productive. Okay. All right. You
1: know, every with the job we do, every week is definitely different. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it was great. You know, helping people. You know, what else can right. we ask
2: for? Right. That? It's a very fulfilling thing that you ladies do. Uh, so, before the microphone came on, we were talking about the needs of food pantries but specifically what the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry does here in our community. Uh, They're important everywhere, but we've got a lot of things to talk about uh, with the food pantry today. Um, So, well, before we get started, what are your titles, by the way? What's your title, Jocelyn?
1: Yeah, so I'm the Bilingual Community Impact Coordinator Pantry.
2: All right. And, Jesse. The same. Same? Yes. All right. Bilingual Community Impact Coordinator. Correct. That is a... That's a motivated title right there, y'all. <laughs> that Sounds like a straight <laughs> winner. Yep. Um, so right now, as it is, I mean, the last time I was at the food pantry was about a month ago. Um, how have activities been over there, and how was Veterans Day recently?
1: Uh, well, Veterans Day, amazing. You know, thank you to all the staff and the volunteers that helped us coordinate the event. Uh, we had quite a bit of vets there. We were so glad to be able to celebrate, you know, their service and thank them, you know, for everything that they've done for for us. Um, and Barbara Hernandez
3: was there. Um, she was. She gave a really great speech too. Awesome. Um, Shannon also took time to talk and guide. Um, we the veterans also took a moment to stand and talk about their experiences and. Um, just generally, you know, how they feel about it and how grateful they are that, you know, we always um, take the time to honor them every year and do something special for them every year. So it's, right. it meant a lot for them.
2: I met Judge Renee Cruz at the okay. Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry. He and his wife were packaging in, in the back area back there where the food is. Yeah. There was like a line and we were all packaging uh, boxes and what have you giving to people. And I didn't even know that I was standing next to a judge. I had no idea. So I I what I do like is that um, you know, the the food pantry really shows uh that people will come out despite their title. It doesn't matter who yes. they are, how big they are, or whatever. They're all coming there for a, a common purpose um, and things. Uh for those who are not familiar with the food pantry, uh, where is it located?
1: So we our exact address is 1110 Jericho Road, Aurora yeah. 60506. Um, and for people that are familiar with the uh, area, we are right on the corner of Jericho and Lake in front of the uh, Durnham as I believe it's
2: called. Okay, and you got a field across the street. We
1: do. Right, where the
2: train track is?
1: Yeah. Every so time we, I'm over,
2: I'm like, somebody should be playing baseball out here or something.
1: <laughs> right? um, so yeah. we actually use that field as um, our overflow circle. So when we fill up the parking lot you know, during pantry hours, right. Um, some of our volunteers help us guide people into the actual pantry so we don't get hectic traffic and, you, you and stuff. you got my
2: boy, uh, Eddie Galvan. Amazing, Yeah, yeah. Yes. I see him yes. out there on the street all the time,
1: <laughs> hey, waving yes.
2: the cars in. Yes, yes. If you're amazing. just joining us, good morning, you guys. It's 8.04 a.m. Tracy Duran, hello to you. William Miller III is here. He and I are great friends. Uh, happy Friday happy Veterans Day to you. He is a uh, an Army, uh, Army Reserve. So shout service. out to Thank him. Thank you for
3: your service. Thank
2: you. Yep. And Shannon Cameron is here as well. Okay. Um. So what is, so a bilingual impact coordinator, what do you do every day? Now, I know that uh, a lot of the people who use the food pantry are bilingual. And okay. uh, what's it like dealing with those folks? Just talk a little bit about that.
1: Um, so I can go into a little bit of our roles. Um, it's, uh, our role is a little bit newer. Uh, it was granted by the R3 grant, which is Restore, Reinvest, and Renew uh and so our purpose there is two things to connect our neighbors with other community resources that they may need you know aside from food um we will help them create goals um you know we sit down with them and their collaborative goals to help them better their quality of life because at the end of the day we want to end hunger but we do also see that hunger comes from different things that people may have lacked in the future. Maybe, you know, it could be as simple as needing to help to get an identification or getting a license or getting a job, fixing up a resume, um, things like that. So we don't want to, you know, I can't really say like, oh, these are the certain things we do.
3: Sure.
1: Um, because every case is very different. Yes. Um, and also um, something else that we have going
3: on that, thanks to our grant, we have their text for food, we're in charge of. And it's so cool because um, this is guided more towards the younger crowd. Um, Many times when parents are working, you know, a lot of times, you know, the kids are home and um, sometimes they don't have enough food, you know. So we wanted to do something where it's easy. So that way, if they just send us a quick text, um, we're able to get their information. We're able to um, send out a box of food for them all the way to their house. Of course, with uh, parents' permission. Sure. Um, But, yeah, it's um, really cool that we're able to do that service as well, you know, and help the community. We deliver um, from Jericho uh, a 10-mile radius around. Okay. um, It's really nice that we're able to do that.
2: Um, Is that new, the delivery service? Yes. Okay. Like a month or two, right?
3: Something about that? Two, Two months. Okay. And we also have the pantry to go. We've been ah. having that for some time now. And Marcy Robles, our volunteer manager, she's the one that's in charge of that. But it's so cool to also implement the text for food. And, um, and uh, we're called actually Project Support. Um, project Support. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Y'all got bad titles. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying what today. don't you do, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, um, we like to... Um, help out and like Jocelyn was saying, you know, offer resources to the neighbors that come in and see um, how else we can help, you know, so the the way that people can contact us or if they are Monday through Friday um, from 7.30 to 8, I'm sorry, 7.30 to 3, and um, people can just walk in and ask for Jesse or Jocelyn. They can also call us, they can email us, um, or they can even send us a message through the Aurora Interfaith um, Facebook. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. Um, Jocelyn, you mentioned ending hunger.
1: Yes. Can we end hunger? Um, that's a really tough question, and I wish I had the answer for you. But
2: I, you're right, there may not be one. I I, I kind of right. think that we can.
1: I think. But we let's
2: can right?
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely, we could start off with local hunger, um, by you know helping other people. You know, because like I said, something that could be big for me may not be big for you because we all live different lifestyles. Um, So again, we've had just with these two months that we have been with the food pantry, we've dealt with many people. We've dealt with many cases and every case is just so different. And I think that that's the good thing about it, because we've seen people, you know, we, we do also work with the homeless. So we've seen people that are homeless and they're working their way up letting us help with project support and you know they have comfort to come into our office and say hey jesse jocelyn it may be because i don't have a birth certificate so i can't go get an id so you know then we help them you know they come into our office we see what we can do for them we see if we can get them a birth certificate Um, we had a case where we helped a younger gentleman um, you know, get into a school program where now he might, you know, he's able to get paid for training, things like that. Um, So definitely, you know, we've seen his life switch within a matter of weeks. And it was just nice and very rewarding to see those things. And just knowing that, you know, we have funding for these kinds of things in the Aurora Food Pantry. And we're not just helping with food, but we try to help, you know, with everybody's lifestyle, right. if they let us. Right.
2: Um, interestingly, too, one of the things uh I've noticed, you know, as I, I saw food pantries when I was young, but I think maybe like many people, I just had the notion that that was for, you know, for people, you know, hate to use that term, but what you realize is that kind of like you said, like poverty and not being able to eat is a multifaceted thing. And you see a lot of people of all types who have to use the food pantry it's very humbling it's a really humbling thing i noticed too that during um, uh the pandemic um uh, one of the articles you read was that food pantries were running out of food and things like that dealing with the northern illinois food bank and others and how you know private donors um to get food and, and things like that now the drive-through service is that an everyday thing or the the drive around service. I was there once upon a time where you know people pull up and you bring the cart out. Oh yes, to were, them. Okay. They
3: were doing um that during COVID. No longer doing that anymore. Oh okay. uh, No people can just come in. Um, but we like uh, mentioned previously, we're still doing the pantry to go and the text for food for the people that are not don't have transportation or not don't have ways to get to it.
2: Okay. Yep. What's the requirements for the text for food? Is it just not simply having transportation? Is that all you need, or is there like ID or anything like that necessary?
1: So, um, Pantry to Go and Text for Food are two similar but different programs. Okay. Um, as Jesse explained, the Text for Food is more geared towards younger adults, but of course, anybody you know can access the Text for Food program. It is more of an emergency food box. Um, let's say somebody doesn't have food to eat for tonight, um, and they text us between the hours of eight and three uh, p.m. I mean, sorry yes 8 a.m to 3 p.m then we go ahead and get um a box out to them and i think that that is the perfect way to kind of present ourselves to people and say hey you know we're here what else could we help you with um, we don't want people to feel pressured that's definitely not what we want but if we can help in other ways then that's what they're th- that's what we're here for and all it- we gotta do is text food to the 888-305-4527
2: 305 4527.
1: Yeah. yeah. And again, be just live within 10 mile radius of the food pantry. Um, you know, we get their box out to them and then we just kind of follow up with them and see what's going on. You know, if there's any other services that they need or referrals in the community. Okay. A lot of
3: times that's a way to for them to even know about us and um, get to know us. And then um, they're, we feel like a lot of times once they get the text for food box, they end up coming to the pantry or getting the pantry to go. So that's really great. Okay. That's really great. Like we we don't um, uh, everybody that want comes to the pantry. Every we don't turn anybody away.
2: Right. Yeah. Right.
1: And I think another cool thing is that right now we're averaging about forty fam- new families that don't normally come to the food pantry.
2: Forty new families. Yeah, wow.
1: and it's amazing, you know, just to see all these new faces and people willing to, you know, come in and that's kind of also we found volunteers through that you know new people that are coming to the pantry they found out about volunteer um, opportunities donations you know and that's greatly appreciated because whether it be something as small as a five dollar donation you know or just even whatever you can spare and I mean if all you could spare is time we really appreciate it we appreciate anybody that you know comes in and volunteers and donates um, to the pantry
2: it all means something. It all adds Definitely. up. Um, and it, it does have an impact. You know, yeah. There's a lot of times I think uh, people, people believe that money is all it'll take. But people have mm-hmm. problems besides that. I mean, if you, you, know, you can't eat money. You know. And uh, I've seen so many people you know, in my line of work, I've seen so many people who have the issue with housing and food insecurity. Now, money would be great to help those, but that's not going to be immediate for them. They need Correct. to be able to be housed, uh, be safe, and be fed. And when they have kids, you know, it's such a, it's such a, a bigger issue and things. Uh, the time is 8.13. I didn't mean to cut you off. Excuse mm-hmm.
1: me. Um, no, so I think you brought up a really important valid point about money because housing really is something that we've seen increase. The need is just crazy right now. Um, so right now that's one of the things that we're struggling with is helping our clients our neighbors find housing and again when we actually look at the root of the problem it comes out to be these what we would consider small things to us but to them they're not small like an identification like a proof of residence you know a job you to get a job you need an identification you need your social security number so it's like helping them Break these small barriers to get them to where they need to be and where they want to be. And at the end of the day, I feel like, I mean, we love seeing everybody, you know, at the pantry. But at the end of the at the end of the day, the goal is to ha- have them not need to come to the food pantry. And yes, we do uh, let them come into the pantry and choose what they want to take. But of course, you know, it would be a lot nicer if they say, hey, I don't maybe need to go to the pantry this week. I, you know, I could go grocery shopping myself.
3: And to lift them up and um, out of food insecurity. It's also, you know, one of our goals, um, like Jocelyn was saying, focusing on the core reasons and local hunger, um, help them overcome barriers. Um, We also use a cool program called DIRIS. It's new, Yeah. And that um, is also another tool that we have um, to help our neighbors um, connect them to resources. Uh, Because, you know, obviously we specialize in the food, uh, with the food, but a lot of times, like Jocelyn was saying, they need housing, they need rental assistance, and so many times we're not able to help with that. So we're able to connect them with other nonprofits or other programs, and uh, through IRIS we're able to do that. And it's um, definitely a really big help. Um, It's something that we just started doing, so it's um, really nice, really rewarding. IRIS is an app-based program?
1: Uh so it's a referral program referral, that we're using okay. yeah with the Kane County Health Department if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh, how about that? Yeah, shout easy. out to the Kane County Health Department. Yes, thank you guys. Yeah. Um yeah. I've been as I as I mentioned, uh two great friends of ours, Rebecca Dunnigan yeah, and nice. uh Shannon Cameron had myself and our nonprofit come in there when rent assistance was uh, you know, those programs are you know, they have an expiration date and everything, yeah. but we were happy to come in there and uh do some Networking and sitting down talking to folks too, Um, you know. I'm happy. I'm happy that, as we talked about Aurora and coming up right before the microphone came on. I'm happy every time I meet people who are like doing good things for other people because you can't just like we can't just live our own life just because we're good. That's not the measure, right? Exactly. If my neighbor is doing good Mm -hmm. and other neighbor, then we have a good street. We have a good. Ward, neighborhood, city, et cetera, et cetera.
3: We feel super blessed to have Shannon um, as our executive director because she really leads by example. Yes. Um, She's just so inspiring. Um, Always, you know, looking out, helping to help others and see how else we can help. She's super supportive. um, Just. I mean, and
1: helping us with the resources, you know, because I I did do a little non-for-profit work, but definitely I don't think you know i could be doing it by myself like it's amazing just jesse and i compliment ourselves like especially with everybody also the support that we've gotten from the staff and the volunteers at the food pantry is just we couldn't do it with any without any of them Um, and again you brought up a good point about just making sure your neighbor's okay because a lot of the times we're so concerned about ourselves and making sure that we are okay and we do forget about others. You know, we do sometimes lack empathy for others and their situations, um, which it's really rewarding just to be able to help and also be bilingual at the food pantry because you hear so many great stories of, hey, Jocelyn or Jesse, I have a neighbor for some reason he can't come to the pantry or she can't come to the pantry would you be able, you know, to send them a food box? And then through these programs, we've met so many great people. We've done home visits. Um, and, you know, they just, the spark in their eyes of knowing that someone's willing to help is just so fulfilling to us. It's like, and like, if it hadn't been for this other neighbor coming into the pantry, like, we would have never met them. And yeah. it happens a lot more than we expected.
2: Yeah, when the pandemic was going on, uh, you know, it got so, uh I- Lost my job amongst other things. My son was seven at that time. Um, you know, it got so bad that, uh, you know, with lockdowns and everything like that, if it, if it wasn't for a lady named Mary Fultz, uh, who did like a food drive um, donation box with turkeys, if it wasn't for Mary Fultz and local partners, um, we would not have had a Thanksgiving dinner that year. I might have made Raymond Noodles or something like that. Right. But you know, you know, kids want the turkey and the whole the whole thing. You know, you gotta be a parent too and make it look good. Like- um
1: I'm sorry to cut no, you. No, no, you're, yeah. you're good. So Thanksgiving, and again, you're bringing up so many really good points. Because I'm, I'm hungry, We're excited about. Yeah. So I like um,
2: you guys too. I. This is a special episode. I love the food you. pantry. So we're we're all connected here. Thank you, and you we know?
1: appreciate again you having us here. So I did want to let everyone know we are doing our 15th annual Aurora Food Pantry food drive, um, and you know you can donate as little, or you could buy a bag for anywhere from five to I. believe it's $20. $20. Um, And so the stores that you could purchase at are Cermac, uh, La Chiquita, and uh, Prisco's. La Chiquita, it is the one that um, is in Montgomery. And then if you guys, you know, for some reason can't stop by these stores, we do also encourage you guys to go to our Aurora Food Pantry page. Um, and then you're also able to donate on there and it should pop right up for you guys. You can buy a virtual bag. Yeah. Virtual bag. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. Hit the D is that on the gram? Can, um, we, can we get the virtual bag on the gram?
1: I don't think as of right now, but we Alyssa, could definitely can we get look virtual into bag it. On the on Okay yeah. okay yeah see yeah shout out to the um, gram
2: so, um i'm sorry yeah uh, the time n- is eight twenty. 20. yeah okay
1: so um this will end on november 23rd okay. but we uh will be live at aces pub to end the event that day um, aces
2: pub galena
1: I don't have the exact address okay. right now, but I could definitely yeah. get it over yep. to you. I
2: think it's on. I think it's on Galena. Yeah, I hear good things yeah. about that place.
3: And over the past uh, the past fifteen years, the community has helped us raise almost two hundred and twenty thousand pounds of food because uh, of this. Um, we are extremely grateful uh, for the individuals and businesses that help the food pantry running all year through uh, monetary donations, food donations, and of course uh, their their time that they volunteer. Like we really. Could not run without uh, the volunteers that come We're we've come to be really good friends with most of them and thank developed a, a really nice friendship and just seeing their faces um it's just so nice it's coming to work is just like so nice you know to help people and, and just, to connect
2: right yeah. mm-hmm. right um and i did have a i did have a question for you ladies um yeah. but i uh, remember i mentioned i was going to give some local news yeah. i'm going to give uh, we're going to go to a commercial thank you very much I'm going to give a little bit of local news and I'm going to, I have a specific question uh, for both of you uh, ladies right now. Shannon Cameron, hello there. West Galena, Curtis knows, that's right. That's uh, AC's pub on West Galena. Rora Area Interfaith Food Pantry, good morning. David Cannon. I love Yaslin and Jesse. Shouts out. See? Y'all famous. Check that out. Um, Shannon says, we're so grateful to have these two rock stars uh, on the team at the pantry. They are truly collaborating with our neighbors to make impactful changes that are impacting their lives for the better and helping them achieve food security, housing, employment, medical care, et cetera. Pantry To Go has been delivering food boxes every Wednesday since 2020 the food pantry or for the food pantry but text for food just launched in october uh, as you ladies just mentioned good morning michelle gums happy veterans day see you at the parade michelle gums is a dear friend of ours on kane county board shouts out to her much appreciated gloria gerardo is here jennifer ryan maiden and gloria gerardo says good morning to you aurora i hope you have a nice day today a blessed day today and a veteran day weekend too and there's supposed to be a veterans day parade today well enjoy amen and have a nice weekend You know, Gloria, I think you're going to win the award for the greatest comments ever in the chat. That lady, right? We too blessed. Um, 2124 West Galena for AC's Pub. All right. Um, So here is your local news, ladies and gentlemen. The time is 823 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Time for some water. Take a little break. Right? (laughs) Sip it up. Sip it up. Sip it up. Sip it up. Um, Yeah, sip it up. Sip it up. DJ, let me get hmm. Ah, coffee, water, all the above. So, uh, Simply Home Health invites you to a night of Loteria. Uh, this is going to be on two nights at the Fox Valley Park District Prisco Community Center, 150 West Illinois Avenue, room 102. November 18th and December 16th. The times are going to be from 530 to 730 p.m. Um, there's going to be... a uh, a lot of opportunities to share with people and live music uh-oh <laughs> it's gonna be a, a lot of fun uh loteria is free for more information you can call rosalinda at 630-291-1162 the number again is 630-291-1162 and you can learn about information assistance and you can ask any questions that you may ask uh also ladies and gentlemen just to wrap out the week because it's been a uh, a heck of a week i want to tell you real briefly about the two developments that we have in the city now we got the fox valley mall Sears store is now an apartment complex and uh, the aurora city council voted for their new contract for firefighters and last but not least the historic terminal building opened after being vacant in downtown aurora for almost 20 years the terminal building is located on galena and broadway that nice big building that everybody's been looking at like man when is that going to come back to life there's going to be like a a restaurant on the first floor yeah and then stores like a couple little retail and then luxury apartments at top but we don't know what the restaurant's going to be yet if you had to pick a restaurant that could be in there what would you pick what would you pick jesse
1: mexican
2: mexican (laughs) what would you pick jocelyn
1: you know i really think we need something so multicultural because we all enjoy so many different dishes from different right, cultures right
2: we got mad tacos we need like a <laughs> we need like a portillo's or something right oh, we need like an italian yes. beef you know yes, or maybe I that's agree. just me
3: no i agree, <laughs> I agree. right you can't yes. never go wrong with the fries cheese fries yes <laughs>
2: tall lemonade shaved ice hey they're cake shake holla at us you can't go wrong um, now, uh, here's a little bit of history for you. And Tracy Duran, one of our great listeners, is a historian who knows a lot about Aurora. Follow Leland Hotel Aurora on Instagram. Um, the terminal building is a 117-year-old building. Redeveloped into 20 apartments, first floor retail space. Despite the issues, the company leased all 20 apartments at the Cornerstone intersection downtown Broadway within 60 days. How about that. The time is 8.26 a.m. Postway Pai says an international food court. That's not a bad idea. That's Pretty not cool. a bad idea. Pretty cool. And Eli Ushaka, good morning to you as well. Maria Trita, hello. Okay, um, here's that question I had. Being in your roles joining the food pantry, what's something that you learned that you didn't know before? What have you seen or learned in, in your new roles that, you know, you're like, wow, I had no idea of that. That's that's new to me.
3: I would say um, all the different kinds of um, nonprofits mm-hmm. that um, I was just so amazed when I saw how Aurora and uh, the people come together um, in times of, like, crisis and things like that. I just didn't know. Like, I knew that people were always getting to help getting together to help one another. I just didn't know how many nonprofits there were now working for a nonprofit and seeing and working with our local nonprofits. Mm -hmm. um, It's just amazing how in times of need, how everybody can come together to help out. Um, You know, uh, not that long ago, we were having the Colombian families coming in and we were helping with that with immigrants coming, we see a lot of that. And it's amazing how we're able to connect with other nonprofits and together to help them. And I didn't know to what extent that was happening. Hmm. Um, and I really love that. Okay. It's it's very nice. It's very touching um, to see how we can all like we can help them with food and they can help them with shelter. Um, you know, we've worked with Hazard House, too, in the past. And um, it's really nice to we can all work together to just to help them It's awesome
1: mm-hmm. uh yeah so that's that's a tough question because i feel like every day for us is a learning experience um we find out about resources we didn't know even existed and i never could have even imagined that you know a specific program or non for profit would have funding for things that you know you would think that you would have to pay out of pocket right. um i know we met um a lady through through you actually through watching Um, Good Morning Aurora with Rosalinda yeah yeah and you know we connected with her and she just told us her experience and the work she does and I'm like Rosalinda we didn't know that existed and we're so grateful for people like you you know like I said every day we just meet amazing people that give us you know their wisdom because they've been in these non in the non-for-profit world helping people for so many years so it's like again i just feel like every day's a learning experience and i'm so thankful for that because then i'm able to do my job and help provide for others as well
2: right yeah you get to the point when um especially when you know you meet a person in one aspect of life or somebody calls you that they need a they need a helping hand hey do you know this you know anybody who can help with this who you know that does this you get to the point where like, it's, it's kind of like a wheel, right? Yeah. It's just passing, you know, and, and not in a pejorative fashion. It's, it's passing a person off to someone else who can help them. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, just speaking from my personal experience, like, with programs like rent assistance, there are guidelines that you need to follow. Like, if you lost your job due to the pandemic and you're behind on your rent. Then you can get rent assistance. You would have to have an ID, you have to have a location, you have to have a landlord who can vouch for your tenancy there. Yeah. Um, that is night and day different. Somebody who's living in a hotel with two kids can't get rent assistance. That person needs housing. That's not something that we are necessarily quickly able to solve. That is a problem that's now an emergency. So it's, you know, the question mark is who can do that? Right. Like, who's the person that you have to work with to get that done? Um, And putting those puzzle pieces together is it's tricky, but it's fulfilling. It really is.
1: And it can be stressful at times, definitely. Um, You know, sometimes where we do run into how you would say an emergency case that we're just like, oh, we. We have so many, an abundance of resources, but it's like we don't have any specifically for this. So that's where, like, our team is so amazing at, you know, we speak to Shannon. We're like, hey, you know, we're kind of at a loss here. And she's been amazing at helping us connect with other non-for-profits that, you know, we don't know about. And, you know, the internet, now we have the internet, definitely helps us so much as well. Just, you know, we start doing our own little research and helping people, like you said, connect to those, connecting the puzzles to get to that main mm-hmm. Goal that we want. Yep,
2: and Shannon knows me personally. Shannon, you know, a text away. Like, thank hey, you. do you know some? Yep, we can. Yeah, if we can do it, we can help. Can. Um, the time is eight thirty-one. So, what's coming up on the calendar? You guys got any calendar events that are going to be happening anytime soon?
1: Um, so we have a Besides monthly.
2: The, uh, the AC's Pub, November twenty-third. Yeah. Right?
1: Um, So we do like a monthly, um, aside from just the regular distribution that we do at the food pantry, uh, again, that's Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You're able to go once a week. Um, So we also do other different pantries, um, which we do the afternoon pantries, and that's every every third Tuesday of the month, and that's from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. We also do something really cool, which is a pet pantry. If you guys have cats or dogs.
2: Oh, yeah, that's in our news. Yeah, shout out. We be, yes. yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um,
3: so those are some things that we yeah. do. Um, the neighbors please. love the pet pantry. It, that's every Thursday of the month, and it's from 10 to 12. Uh,
2: every Thursday, 10 to 12. Oh, every
3: Wednesday. I'm sorry, sorry every
1: third. I'm
3: Wednesday. Wednesday.
2: Okay, every third Wednesday? Yes. Yes, Okay. Yes. Very cool. Um,
3: Along with that, we have the Kids Pop-Up Pantry and the Women's Empowerment Mobile Pantry. Um, Those usually happen once a month. Right now, we're doing it. The next one is not going to be till January for those two.
2: Uh, Women's Empowerment Mobile is in January. Yep,
1: as well as Kids Pop-Ups.
2: Okay. How long has that been a thing? How long has the Women's Empowerment Mobile Pantry been going on? Has that been for a couple of years now, or is that a... uh, it doesn't seem, so it, it seems recent. About yeah. one year. About a year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's really exciting. Actually, I just went to one yesterday, uh, which it's just so nice to see so many, and it's not just women that come out, you know, we we have families, we have men that come out. Um, just knowing that they don't have to spend that extra money um, on hygiene products, because we all know that they're pretty pricey. Right. Pampers, formula, you know, they can get that there as well as, you know, some staple grocery items that we bring. Sometimes we have laundry detergent. And again, this is all thanks to people that donate the funds we have available, and we're so grateful for that. I think that's-
3: Yeah, and another thing that we also help out with is definitely um, interpretation and translations. And that's, that's so rewarding to help out, so that way people, you know, that's like another thing that to break the barriers, you know, with the language. A lot of times, you know, they come, our neighbors come, And they want to, you know, talk to the ladies from registration and they're like, Jesse and Jocelyn, like, we don't understand what they're saying. Can you come and help? It's just so nice to be able to give back in that way. And a lot of times with, you know, we help Alyssa with the translations, with the things that, you know, um, with the things online, with the brochures, with the. Um, pamphlets everything you know and it's it's really nice Um, personally like with my background the last five years that's what I basically what I did I was like a medical interpreter um, Spanish translator so um, you know I would say it was mostly medical but I also helped a little bit with legal and at schools. So coming, you know, doing that for the last five years and, you know, coming here, I remember when Shannon interviewed me, she's like, well, what made you come here? And I'm like, well, I also like to learn and challenge myself and I want to see, you know, what else I can help with, you know, and don't get me wrong. I love interpreting, but it's like, what else can I do? Right. And this just really feels like it's like the missing piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. I just really love
1: it
2: absolutely um for those unfamiliar i mean excuse me
1: yeah no oh i was just gonna um throw in there you know about our events as well they could go into the aurora food pantry webpage and you'll be able to get all our calendar there you know so we'll we hope to see many of you at our events that we have going on
2: all right the time is 8 35 a.m you're listening to and watching good morning aurora the second largest city's first daily news podcast we have great guests today jesse pedraza and uh, jocelyn escalona Mm, landed that plane. <laughs> landed that plane. Um, what's the history, for those unfamiliar, of the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry?
1: Yeah, so we were founded in nineteen eighty one. many um, churches came together to pretty much form the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry. And then since then, you know, people that have been following the journey know. That we've we've been trying to implement new things to help out the community, especially, you know, recently, adding our roles like how we had talked things to the R three grant. Um, so now we're not just trying to, you know, definitely end local hunger, our our goal, um, our mission. But aside from that, how else can we help get to that main goal and Sometimes that's, you know, doing these women woman empowerment pantries to where people can't access the pantry, doing the pantry to go, doing the text for food, um, us being out in the community. Like I said, we've done a lot of home visits. You know, uh, we also are involved with um, the homeless, uh, which I think that's also very eye opening for us because. We again step out of our comfort zone and say, "Hey, it's not just me; it's not just worry about my life, but we also have to be empathetic for others and you know help them get up there."
2: You go to their look. Is that what how it works? You go to their location, or you deal with them when they come to the pantry. Both. Both. Okay. What's it like going out to that? How how does that work? This is new, Smat, and know that you guys did that.
3: Very humbling. Um, I, I feel like it's um, it's really nice to have, like, find a connection with them mm-hmm. um, so they can trust us. Um, you know, I feel like sometimes with the things that they've been through um, and their traumas, um, sometimes it's hard for them, you know, right. to open up to people. Um, so it's really nice to gain that trust and and find ways besides the food that we go out and deliver um, to see. Sometimes they're like, hey, you know, do you have, you know, extra clothes? So a lot of times, you know— um, we're really blessed that you know, people come and donate you know, all their items besides food, and we're happy to help out with that as well. Right. So it's really nice.
2: You yeah. know, it changed my life too. I, I started seeing, because uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't eat, like lima beans. Okay. okay. You know, I don't like fruit salad in the can, but I started collecting that stuff and kind of giving it away. There's the, um, it's underneath Enduro. Escape me right
1: now.
2: Community fridge. Community fridge. Yes.
1: See? What? <laughs> Good job. because I was struggling.
2: Brother did not know what I was talking about. Um, there's the uh, community fridge. Now, I don't just get rid of the cans if I don't. No, don't do that. I collect them and drop them off. That yeah. is important. I see now, like, you know, um, and, and this goes into a question I have about, um, about food waste. Um, Do you have any numbers and data how much food is wasted per year? Because I know that besides donors, um, stores also donate to the pantry, is that correct?
1: Yes, they do. Um so I don't specifically have numbers on food waste I can you know definitely share them with you once I do get the information. Um but yeah, we do get donations from local stores. Um we do pickups, things like that and we really appreciate it because we're able to provide more food, you know, for for our neighbors that come into the pantry. Um but I did just kind of want to, you know, you did ask about the encampments. Yes. Um, so we do actually go physically out there to wherever they're located at. Mm-hmm. Um, we bring food. We bring, we also pick up their trash. Um, yeah. So that, I think that's really cool. Um, Shannon and David, um, you know, David drives out there, helps us pick up the, the trash from them. Um, we bring them little things that we can definitely, you know, that we get donated that they they may need. We've also had people. Um, come to the pantry and then once we start asking them questions and getting them signed up they're like hey i'm homeless that's you know kind of where we take the initiative and we're like you know we're here for you we can help you definitely empathize with them i think that's the most important thing about the job we do is that empathy is one of the the qualities that we need to have in order to work with the different um I would say lifestyle you know people with different lifestyles that come into the pantry um because everybody's going through life their own way right and it's like we can't again just be so focused on how we live our life it has to be let's try to put ourselves because i know we can't put ourselves in their shoes but let's try and let's see you know how we can help them and you know how to fix the way that they're living at least attempt to right
2: uh, there was a question from one of our listeners. Where are donations taken?
1: Yeah, so they're taken at the Food Aurora Food Pantry Wednesdays and Fridays. Again, we're there from uh, 8 to 4. I'm sorry, 8 to 3.30. Um, but anytime you can stop by, we, we will not tell you no. We really appreciate it. You know, We'll open the door and we'll take the donations.
2: How very cool is that? How very cool is that? All right, the time is 8.40 a.m. Uh, Shannon says we do over 40 food recovery pickups a week to local stores. That food would otherwise be in a landfill. Each year, 108 billion pounds of food is wasted in the United States. That equates to 130 billion meals and more than $408 billion in food thrown away each year. That data is from Feeding America. Yikes. That is a lot of food. Um, When I was young, I used to work at Olive Garden. Yum. Um, right. Think about them breadsticks, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Extra <laughs> butter. <laughs> Zupa Toscana. Come on. Uh, let's stop. Um, no, they threw away a lot of food. Yeah. They threw away. I'm just thinking about it. They threw away a lot of food. Um, I used to live on top of a pizza restaurant. They threw away a lot of food. Not everybody comes to pick up their food. Right. People order like a 12-piece wing. 18 inch pizza and they just may not pick it up. 2 liter of soda they throw it out. Um but it wasn't until a um they got a new manager down there because unfortunately where I used to live the um some of the homeless folks would come there early in the morning like 3 or something in the morning and take food out of the dumpster because it's hasn't been in there that long. Um that was kind of terrible to see. Um and she started saving it and Giving it giving it away before we close. So that was a that was a really good thing. Um and actually there was one more thing. Okay, there it is. David says Sandwich making party for Aurora Community Fridge this Sunday, the 13th, at 3 p.m. at the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry. Supplies will be provided. Just bring yourself good company and a good cause. David Cannon. Thank you very much for that. Matt Hansen is here. Good morning to you, Matt Hansen. Glad to see you, brother. And um good morning to you as well, Josue. The time is 842. Okay. Um, How can we help you? How can the community help you? What can we do to strengthen the organization and and what you ladies do on a day-to-day basis?
3: I would say um, volunteers. We're always looking for volunteers. Um, Like Jocelyn was saying, we have the pantry, uh, we have the pop-ups, we have events. Like do do you remember not that long ago we, long ago we, at the V and A there was a tent pop up for the Halloween?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, we were, we were there. You was there? We yeah. were there. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Where I was there. We was there. Where? Really? Yeah, we were there. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Did y'all win? No, no, I we win. didn't uh, win. We didn't either. <laughs> but, but we had the best, the best candy. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, oh. Uh, uh,
2: okay, we can. You know what? I had sour patch kids, and I was eating a lot of them. So I will, um, cause candy matters. I was like, yeah. hey, we
1: had. Um, so we tried to do a little different. We're like, well, how can we get people's attention? Yeah. We're like, let's go, for, let, let's go for the Mexican candy. Let's go for the tamarindo, the pelones, the. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I like was, duval. Oh, Duva- yeah. Guess, yeah, we had duvalines as well. Oh,
3: yeah, okay. all right.
2: um, we had takis. Oh. I had takis, yeah, but I was hiding them at the bottom. Oh. And you know, kids, yes. they dig and uh, dig yes. all the way down and get all the takis. Yes. Like,
3: uh, so, yes, definitely volunteers. Yeah. Um, that's, it goes a long way, you know. Cause in the pantry it's like a whole system you know that we have the ladies that organize and do the produce and then we have the the guys that come in and help out at the warehouse and um you know eddie and um jesus they do a really great job you right. know um but it just it takes a whole village right yeah it, does. it totally yeah. does yeah and you
2: need like-minded people to help it out too yeah. that's one of the things that i like about the aurora area Interfaith food pantry is that you know kind of touching on what we've already talked about like you know these aren't people who are just working a job we're not just working like nobody we're not just clocking in you know what i'm saying like even here like we don't just do things we're not just doing stuff like Mm -hmm. we're doing this for a purpose because if you haven't been there in life you're lucky if you have been there in life you know the importance of what the work is that's being done you know um did we forget anything before I get Um, to the last question I got from you If
1: I could just, sorry (laughs) if I could just um, chime in a little bit, so I guess I would personally like to say, you know, donating time again, even if you have an hour even if you have 30 minutes, like come talk to us, come see if, you know, there's opportunities for you just to come volunteer those 30 minutes you have um if you know you have an extra five bucks at the end of your paycheck donate them please donate them because that helps out a lot even if you know it's it doesn't have to be anything big if you have a couple extra dollars please donate them Um, Even, you know, if you don't have anything to donate, let your neighbors know. People that you meet in the community, let them know we're there to help them. Please let people know about Project Support, the emergency text food boxes, Pantry to Go. I think that is an amazing program we have because, again, a lot of... um, our seniors in the community a lot of them don't drive a lot of them are wheelchair bound and you know we can get them food they don't necessarily have to go without food they don't have to worry about being able to eat a meal tomorrow and I just think any any way that you can possibly think of giving um we really were to appreciate and again our food drive that we have going on, please, please go out to Sir Mac, La Chiquita, um, as well as Prisco's, you know, go buy a food box. And if you can't go, please go um, on our website and purchase the virtual, the virtual food bag. You know, anything would be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Anybody that is interested in volunteering,
3: um, please reach out to Marcy Robles. She is our volunteer coordinator. You can go to mrobles at aurorafoodpantry.org or
1: if there's a non for profit or anybody that can provide services to our neighbors, please feel free to reach out to Jesse, myself, and somebody from the food pantry so we can get connected and we you know be able also be able to provide more resources and have them and work together as a community to try to end local hunger.
2: Right. Um La Chiquita, is it the one on Ashland?
1: Uh, in my, is that the one on Montgomery? I'm sorry.
2: Down in Buffalo so. Park. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the big one.
1: Um, actually, it's not right the one by Phillips Park. I don't think so. Um, I believe it's the one on Douglas. Okay,
2: all right, La Chiquita on Douglas. All right, gotcha. Good to know. So for all of our all of our Montgomery listeners, yeah now there's your action plan. Go out there to uh, La Chiquita. So uh, the time is the time is 847. So what are we going to do in, in the quest to end local hunger? Um, and with the nonprofits that you guys work with, um, what is the, what's the next biggest compounded issue that you, that you see? Is it the access or the lack of documents that folks may have? Or is it the lack of housing? Because um, you know, one of the things that we care about on this show is housing. Now, we, we do understand that uh, there's going to be developments, but affordable housing for folks is a big thing. So in your personal opinions for what you've seen and what the food pantry has seen, is it access to documents, is it transportation, is it housing? What's the next big thing that you feel should or could be addressed, solved, and tackled to make what you do easier?
1: I would say affordable housing. Okay. I really think that that is what we see on a day-to-day basis. Um, It's very unfortunate, Um, you know, but again, I feel like that's the big problem. But then let's also help address those little problems to try to get you know Yeah. And it's in uh, there.
3: inflation, you know. Okay. Um the pantry is currently serving a whooping thirty-five percent more people uh than this time than last year. Thirty-five percent. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah. So we definitely see how infl- inflation has forced many families who have never sought assistance turn to the food pantry, you know, to feed their children. Um it's definitely, um, that's the next big thing. You know, we need to see how we can find ways to, um, find solutions.
2: Right. Mm. Um, I'm curious about the women's mobile empowerment pantry too, because, um, I think there was a, uh, you, you, you may not know this, which is, which would be on me to detail this a little bit more on Monday for folks. But, uh, uh, I do know that there was a bill to allow for, um, Women's hygiene products to be purchased on Link and or Snap. Um, Is that something? Well, the Women's Empowerment Pantry provides that for free. The ladies, in addition to food, is that how it goes? They get both.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So, um, just like a little brief overview of like how our women's pantry went yesterday. Um, So we have a section where they first go and they get like a bag of veggies and fruits um, you know and also like dried goods things like that and then we move on and we have I mean again once if we do have donations available we try to provide like shampoo um, detergents uh, formula diapers uh, baby wipes, because right now we're we're low on baby wipes, so that's another thing that could help us. Baby wipes, um, clothes, clothes. Um, we, you know, if we have clothes donations, we also bring out um, like buckets with that people can kind of shop through, and you know they can take what they need. Uh, yesterday we did have uh, Maddie's uh, mitten march yeah. um, at the um, at the mobile pantry, and just to see people's faces light up and say can I really go in there and can I really take what I need? Like, you you can. Like, people brought little ones, and you see the little ones coming out with, like, a little toy and, like, a jacket and just the smile on their faces and them just even saying thank you. And, you know, it's, it's just very rewarding. Um, but, yeah, so at the Women's Mobile Pantries, we try to provide anything that we have. Food, um, women hygiene products, um, you know, basic hygiene products, um, shampoos, conditioners, things like that.
2: Uh, food pantry says, for more information about our volunteer opportunities, the link is in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. So please, thank you very much for the food pantry for putting that in there. Uh, Shannon says, we also need people doing food drives. We need to fill our shelves. We're feeding over 12,600 individuals a month need up over 91% over last year. I also need funds to be able to purchase food. Please consider donating this holiday season. That is correct. Giving Tuesday is coming up this yes. month as well. Please support your local um Nonprofits, Roar Area interfaith Food Pantry, Neighbor Project, and other great organizations doing the work. The time is 8.52. We talked about, we talked about, because remember I said we got to save the world, right? I feel like we're there, right? I feel like Superman right now. Like we knocked (laughs) Lex Luthor out, right? (laughs) Now we got to save the train from hitting the building. (laughs) Um, What do you want people to know, for anybody who watches this video or listens to it audio, what do you want people to know about yourselves, the work you do? We'll start with you,
1: Um, So what I want people to know, I mean, about myself, I would say that I'm willing to work with anybody that's willing to let me help them and work with them. If you need help, like, please come to the pantry. Please you know, reach out to myself, reach out to Jesse, because we're there, we're there for you. We're there for you. We're there for anybody that is willing to come in and let us work with them i know it's hard i know sometimes our pride gets in the way sometimes we don't want to look for help sometimes we know we're struggling just because we don't want people to know or say oh maybe my neighbor volunteers and i don't want them to see that i'm in need like we don't judge we're not there to judge you we're there to help you we're there to get you where you want to be um and definitely like i said i'm willing to do the work with you if you're letting if you're willing to let me help you um but the, um, as, well, aside from that, I mean, I just, I like to not always think about my personal life. Correct. Let's think about others and let's see how we can help the community in general come together. Question. Um, I would like
3: to um, dig in a little bit with my background and how personally um, this has been a great opportunity for me, you know, Um, my parents are both from Mexico, you know, immigrated here about 35 years ago. Um, I'm the oldest out of four, first gen. Um, it's just, and the reason why I'm saying this is, you know, it was, it's so, so rewarding, um, to give back, knowing how, how tough it is coming from immigrant family, um, and just the sacrifices that our parents did, you know, right. coming to a different country, having to learn a language, and, you know, so many hurdles, so many obstacles. Um, and I just feel so blessed um, that I was able to have a good education. You know, I also went to Waubonsee myself. Um, okay. Yeah, like you. I knew we were going to be <laughs> friends as soon as you walked in here. <laughs> um, and it's just, um, it's a blessing, you know, that to have all these great opportunities. So for me, um, you know, being first-gen, Compared to my parents, um, and just doing something good out of all this, you know, knowing that their sacrifice was, you know, well worth it. Um, I just don't want to let them down. But also, you know, with the education that I've been having, the opportunity, you know, thanks to Shannon giving me this opportunity, now I'm able to give back. Not only with Hispanics, but everybody. We don't turn anybody away. Um, being able to help out with. Um, with the language, being able to help out and give them out resources, um, having a connection. Sometimes they just want to talk. Sometimes they just want to be heard, you know, to have like Jocelyn said, having the empathy and connecting with them, hearing them out, um, a hug, Mm -hmm. you know, it just it can go a long way. Yeah. So it's just so nice for me, um, you know, and I love working with Jocelyn, you know, she's so knowledgeable. I feel like we're just like the dynamic duo. <laughs> I was
2: gonna say you like, guys seem like a, you make a, a great team Thank together, you, working with each other, uh, and the rest of the people who are up there. Yeah. I'm sh- I I can, um, you know, it's, it's, I wish I would have met you in person at the um, yeah, Tenter Treat yeah. event, yeah. but I'm glad we're connected now because I'm sure yeah, that you yeah. guys all work together in a nice cohesive unit. And Shannon yeah. and Rebecca Dunnigan are great people. Yes. Um, you know, I've seen them everywhere from. Uh, downtown Aurora to Society 57 and different initiatives and projects that the food pantry does partnering with organizations like mine. Um, The show ends on a positive note what is the message today for the people for Friday going into the weekend what are we leaving them with?
1: We're leaving them with please come donate please come help us help end local hunger Um, by any way that you may be able to help again whether it be monetary whether it be coming to donate five ten minutes of your free time whether it be going and supporting our local food drive that we have going on right now Um, just you know let's be there for one another and have a great weekend I think right
3: right
1: (laughs) yes yes also
3: um um the website um, if you guys have any questions or if you want to look us up we there's a lot more information and our website is aurorafoodpantry.org and there you could find anything like any question or anything everything is there okay and I mean
1: also thanks to all the veterans for their service I mean you know, you know, they, I don't want them to go on scene like we appreciate them we appreciate everything that they do we also have veterans that are volunteers at the food pantry, so it's we really appreciate them. We appreciate everything that they've done, and thank you for their service.
2: Absolutely. Great stuff. Uh, last but not least, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, November 23rd uh, at AC's Pub, um, and right now, the uh, donation, the, first, the 15th annual food drive, yes. right? 15th annual food drive. Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The third, Tuesday, 2 to 6 p.m.?
1: Yeah, that one's uh, Afternoon Pantry.
2: Afternoon Pantry. And uh, the R3 grant, um, Ending Local Hunger. IRIS is the referral program as well. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff for the people. Donate your time. Volunteers are needed, and uh, you got an extra five bucks in your pocket, nothing to do with it. Don't spend it on coffee and donuts. (laughs) Make a coffee at home. Save money, and then donate a little bit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, hope you guys all have a blessed, positive, safe weekend. Don't forget, today is Veterans Day. Shout out to all the veterans out there. Uh, the parade kicks off at 10 15 or 10 30 down here in Aurora, downtown, encompassing the whole city, culminating on Downer Place. We will return Monday for another great episode and uh, thank uh, our friends of the food pantry here. Thank you. You guys be blessed. Take care of yourself and each other.
3: Thank you so much.